Good morning. Welcome to 7 News. There's a new twist in the ongoing Qatar Airways saga. The transport minister has now admitted the airline's invasive strip searches of Australian women in 2020 was a factor in her decision to block the airline operating more flights here. Let's go to Ben Downey in Canberra. Ben, pressure is only increasing on the government. Morning, Anne. It's highest right now on Transport Minister Catherine King, who was this morning defending her decision to block Qatar's bid for more flights in and out of Australia, that the opposition says is a sweetheart deal for the flying kangaroo. Mr King says she spoke with Qantas before the decision, but the subject of Qatar didn't come up, only industrial relations. Saying the notion blocking Qatar flights would impact airfares was nonsense. Instead, she pointed to an instance where Australian women were marched off a Qatar Airways flight at gunpoint and subjected to invasive searches. What's interesting is previously, Minister King said this wasn't a factor in her decision. This was her explanation this morning. Certainly, for context, you know, this is the only airline that has something like that, uh, that has happened. And so I can't say that, you know, I wasn't aware of it, uh, but certainly it wasn't the only factor. It was, one, it was a factor. Draw this saying it, in fact, wasn't a factor. Instead, it was context around her decision, only she's refused to name any other issues that might have factored in. Quite frankly, I think there's still a lot of questions to answer and that's why we've set up this Senate inquiry into uh, the airline industry and the decisions that are being made there because at the moment it looks like there's a protection racket in Parliament. Alongside Alan Joyce and Vanessa Hudson, Qatar Airways and the ACCC have also been invited to the inquiry but being an MP, Catherine King won't be giving evidence. Nan? Ben Downey in Canberra. Thank you, Ben. Anthony Albanese will meet China's Premier today on the final day of the ASEAN Summit in Jakarta. It comes after the PM unveiled new plans to deepen economic ties with the region. Rob Scott reports. Anthony Albanese has been invited to travel to China by President Xi Jinping later this year, but a date hasn't been locked in yet. The Prime Minister was hoping to sit down with President Xi this week to discuss the trip, but he's decided not to attend the ASEAN or G20 summit, sending his deputy Li Keqiang in his place. Keen not to let the opportunity pass to continue to repair the delicate relationship, the Prime Minister will meet the Premier instead. That's expected to take place here in Jakarta within the next 30 minutes or so. That'll be one of more than 15 meetings between Australian ministers and their Chinese counterparts over the past year as dialogue resumes after years of diplomatic tensions during the pandemic. The easing of those tensions has resulted in Beijing lifting most of its $20 billion worth of tariffs and trade blockages on Australian exports. But there's still around $2.5 billion yet to be removed, including on Australian wine. Now, both the Premier and the Prime Minister after that meeting will take part in the East Asia Summit, a gathering of key nations instrumental in determining the future of the Indo-Pacific. China won't be the only major power whose leader won't be there today. US President Joe Biden also opting to skip the summit, although he will be at the G20 in New Delhi at the weekend. This afternoon, Anthony Albanese will fly to the Philippines to shore up another very important strategic partnership with a country that's experiencing its own bullying tactics from Beijing, particularly over disputed territories in the South China Sea.